Hi, babes. Welcome to The Pleasure Portal, a podcast for women desiring to embody their fierce, wild, feminine magic, reclaim their deepest soul desires, and unleash the passion, pleasure, and fulfillment they know in their bones is their birthright. I'm your host, Kelsey Grant, a love, intimacy, and relationship educator and pleasure alchemist. I'm curious, has your pleasure ever been on the back burner? Have you ever felt like your pleasure doesn't matter? Have you experienced your feminine power being minimized, ignored, or suppressed? If so, this is the place for you. Because in this podcast, we're writing a whole new story together. We're a community of fierce femmes who are done with the binds of repression. We're the women who desire a pleasurable sex life, sacred connection with ourselves, and intimate partnership with another without having to give up or hide parts of who we are. We're the modern witches who until now have had to hide or suppress our sacred gifts. Together, we're unhooking from the binds that mute our greatest expression. We're dialing up that turn on full tilt. We're creating right relationship with our emotions, our power, our enchantment alchemy, and our womb wisdom. Each episode, I'll bring to you a mix of pleasure alchemy, embodiment education, love, sex, and relationship insights, and ultimately an invitation home to your fierce feminine magic. We are reclaiming it all. Down and in we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pleasure Portal podcast. Today, another special day for all y'all. I've got my beautiful friend, Christy Federico, here with me, and she is such a beautiful human being, such a beautiful human being. I remember we met on Instagram years ago. Like I remember seeing your post years ago. And then all of a sudden we started orbiting in very similar circles um, in terms of relationship coaching and pleasure coaching and We just had a lot of overlap in the way that we saw the world, we related to the world. And I just remember like being so enchanted by you. And I'm like, oh, she's so special. And I'm like, we're definitely going to be friends. (laughs) And then when we finally started connecting, I'm like, this girl's the bomb. Like, she's so great. And I just, I love seeing your work in the world because it's been such a huge permission slip to own more of my pleasure, to own more of my embodiment, to say the things that are really on my heart to say. And then when I see you doing your thing and being so playful and like trying all of these different things that you're passionate about, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I want to go do something fun. And so it's this just beautiful reflection that you provide in my life. And I'm sure for so many who also follow you. And if you don't follow this woman on TikTok, go follow her. She's so fucking funny. (laughs) Your TikToks crack me up. Sometimes I just go on there. I'm like, has she posted a new video? No. Okay. I'm going off. (laughs) Like you're just you're so beautiful in your essence and who you are and what you give permission for everyone who comes in contact with you to embody within themselves, I think is such a special thing about you. And I cannot wait to share your magic with everybody here today. So thank you for saying yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Those were such special reflections. I will forever remember those. Thank you. And I'm Mm. so happy to finally be connecting in this way. 
yes. in a deeper way since yeah like you said we've been in each other's orbits for so long so mm -hmm. it's so nice to like deepen the relationship too I know it's always great to have friends in other countries and in other places and we were talking before we started recording of like we had been chatting for a few minutes and I'm like oh I'm getting hot <laughs> yeah it's steamy over here it's steamy over here already <laughs> and like we haven't even really gotten into like the juicy bits yet but like just our energy is bouncing off of each other in two different countries yeah. And I love that about the human capacity to connect because you don't actually need to be face to face with someone or in the same room with them to feel them, to get their energy, to not like get it as in take, but like understand their energy. And that's what I really am digging so much today. Cause I'm like feeling so lit up and so turned on and like actually physically hot and I'm like, this is not surprising. You are such a spicy human and I love it. <laughs> I love it too. And that's, I, I see that hundred percent in you as well. And I'm actually disappointed because I, I remembered that I was going to wear animal print today. And then I forgot and I was like, damn, we were supposed to, damn it. <laughs> we just, we have the same spicy Leo, mm -hmm. pleasure, sassy, sexy thing going on and it's true each other it's, it's really true damn we did drop the ball on our leopard print didn't we well the other times it's okay it's fine it's probably better when we can be in like a full-on video together like a dance video I think we just got to take our visions to the next level here oh, and just so make fun. dance videos yes. yeah yes. <laughs> so good so good. So I wanted to start today because so much of the work that I, when I first met you was around relationship coaching. And then we actually, I think you were in the realm of like sex and doing a lot of sex and intimacy work. And then obviously that includes so much relational work. And now there's a new pivot that's coming, which is so special. And I can't wait to get into that, but like, let's start with what kind of inspired you to get into the world of understanding your own pleasure. And then how did that like morph into a business and like what you do for a living? So I was always intrigued by sex and sexuality. There are a lot of parts to my path. Um, part of it was uh, realizing that I was more comfortable talking about sex and my body than most people. Mm. Um, I start, and I mean, I started masturbating from a young age. So I really think that's a major part of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I grew up in a fairly open um, household that was like, pretty open about sex and sexuality. I think, well, from what I've gathered more so than at least a lot of other people, um, it had its issues too. But so that was, that was part of it. Like realizing when I realized that people weren't as open as I was and that it was to their detriment, I was like, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> I want mm -hmm. you to be open about this too. Cause I learned how important it is. Um, so that was part of it. Um, I did a bit of couples counseling when I was interning for, um, my master's in mental health counseling. And that really confirmed too, that I was so interested in intimacy and understanding mm -hmm. it and helping people in that area, because it's such an important part of our life. Mm -hmm. um, 
Um, so that was like my first taste of actually doing the work. Um, and my whole journey, my whole like life's journey has been about becoming my fully expressed self. And a lot of that was because my expression was stifled as a young girl because I was told um, how girls should look and act mm. um, and all the things. So, so, and I didn't really start my, my coaching business really because of that, but it all just started unfolding as I started working with people and was doing my own healing work. Mm -hmm. um, and so my why just kept getting stronger and stronger as like my story kept unfolding. And as I kept progressing in my own healing journey and becoming more free and fully expressed and was like, I want every woman to feel this way. Mm. So. Mm. Sister, I feel you <laughs> so much. It's, it's so interesting, like being in the realms that we are. And I don't know if this is just like my, you know, optimism, but I really believe that like, if I'm able to run this much pleasure through my body, there's no reason why I can't keep expanding that capacity for pleasure, but also that that you know, is something that is possible for other people as well. And I noticed that trend too, like with a lot of my clients, but also a lot of my girlfriends that like, I'm quite open when it comes to sex and pleasure and talking about crystal dildos and glass dildos and vibrators and all the things. And they're like, huh, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's like that um, Elle Woods uh, quote in Legally Blonde where she gets into Harvard and she's like, what? Like, it's hard. <laughs> you know, it's kind of that same attitude for me sometimes. I'm like, what? Like, pleasure's hard? Like, what? Like, yeah. Really? And then realizing like, yeah, it is for a lot of people because there's so much conditioning around essentially like closing down our relationships with the body and closing down sensation. So in your experience, what are some of the things that have really you know, you've seen that are part of the reason why women specifically will be shutting down their sensuality or their relationship to pleasure. Hmm. We are, we're kind of taught to be unworthy of it. Hmm. You know, not even kind of, we are, we are mm -hmm. taught, we're conditioned that, mm -hmm that that's not really meant for us. And if it is, then it's really, it's more for someone else, like yeah. not just us Yeah. and typically men. So mm -hmm. it makes mm -hmm. it easy to, to not have that be an accessible thing for us. Right. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Like, even though I feel quite empowered in this area. There's still that element of like focusing on the other person's pleasure and like, are they happy? Like, is this good for them? I'm like, hold on. And I've had to literally stop myself mid sex and have a little talk with myself in my head. I'm like, Kelsey, like where, where's your relationship to pleasure? Are you in your body right now? If you were thinking and like obsessing almost about like whether or not they're enjoying themselves or if this feels good to them, you're not actually connected to if this feels good for you. And we need to start there, <laughs> come back into your body because the best sex I've ever had 
has happened when I am fully present, when I'm in my body and I can feel not only myself, but I can feel the other person. And, you know, there's so much that, you know, in movies, TV, like in the media around being externally focused and being focused on the other person's pleasure over your own when in fact, both people's pleasure matters or all people's pleasure, depending how many are participating in whatever you're doing. Like it's, you know, there's, there's, you gotta be important enough to really drop in and take your place at the table. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an important piece to just remind people of when it comes to their pleasure and their sexual expression, like your pleasure matters. It really does. Absolutely. And I just love that mantra or affirmation, even just as simple as that, like my pleasure matters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there. I love that you touched on embodiment and the importance of that because we really can't experience the deep pleasure that we all want and deserve if we're not in our body. Yes. But it takes time often to get there when we Mm -hmm. have lived an entire life not being in our body. For sure. Um, And then there's also the kind of mindset part of getting to a place as well and like training your subconscious mind to feel worthy of that pleasure as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's dive into that. (laughs) So for people who let's say have lived from the neck up, so they're really heady, they're in their heads, they're not really in their body. What are some things that can, what can they do outside of the bedroom that would be supportive to their embodiment in the bedroom? Yeah. So I actually just created a uh, meditation, which I think is such a, you know, some people think it's kind of cheesy to recite affirmations and things. And I understand why it doesn't work for some people, but Mm -hmm. um, for others, it's just a great way to start training your brain and your subconscious mind to Mm -hmm. accept these messages, accept these beliefs of being worthy of pleasure and of relaxing the body and just being open to receiving that. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be sexual pleasure. Um, So to start incorporating more of those messages as, as often as you can. I mean, I tell clients even to flood their social medias. If they're, you know, if they're addicted, like most of us to social media, at least flood it with positive, positive messages, you know, and loving messages and messages that, um, that show you that sex is natural or that, that your body's beautiful and all sorts of messages because we are flooded with messages constantly every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Why not make it so that it's going to help? train your brain to really feel worthy of pleasure and to make it so that it can help you create a life of what you want. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> so much. Yes. One of my girlfriends and I, we had a conversation a few weeks ago and she does this thing where she um, makes her Instagram feed her vision board. So she only follows accounts that if she sees the images in her thread, it's, it's acting as a vision board for her and programming her subconscious of like, Oh, this is pleasurable. Ooh, this feels good. Or like when I read that quote, like, or I follow that person, I know that I'm going to feel good after 
consuming their content. And especially in this day and age, like we're being bombarded with so much data and so much information that we have to remember that we are the gatekeeper. Like mm-hmm. I get to say, and this is for me, like a big part of my, my pleasure embodiment has to do with boundaries and like, what are the boundaries of what I will and won't allow in my life? Because if I get really strong at setting those energetic or emotional boundaries with something like Instagram, I'm going to gain more momentum and more confidence in being able to maybe set a mini boundary with a friend or, you know, a partner or a family member. And then eventually that builds up the confidence to be able to advocate for what I want in the bedroom and be really clear and direct about what really feels good to me and what would feel better for me and what is like a hard no and not wavering on (laughs) the hard no's. And that can be such an important piece as well when it comes to like really expanding into our pleasure. Like what are our boundaries and like, what do we need to feel safe? What do we need to feel honored? what like with the the book come as you are like the accelerator and the break like what what turns us on and what turns us off <laughs> like these are important things to talk about and a lot of these conversations just aren't happening as much as they could be happening so i love that we're talking about this so much Thank you. so so much and i just love that you've uh, pivoted more toward pleasure and sexuality too and mm-hmm. just because you understand the importance of it and you know the more people that we can share this information with the better and I just I adore it so much um, speaking a bit more about what you said about understanding your boundaries and what's a yes and what's a no I'd love to share a little exercise of yes. actually like really a game changer please um, please because a lot of people don't really understand what like a yes and a no is for them, mm-hmm. at least in their body. Right. They might think, you know, in their head about like what it could be, but oftentimes we act and, you know, you might be able to relate to this, but I've, there have been plenty of sexual moments or even relational moments where I thought they were yes for me. And after mm-hmm. when I realized they were no. Mm-hmm. And, and to be able to really be firm in what an embodied yes and no is, is just so important so that we don't put ourselves in situations where we're unsafe or that just, you know, they're not Mm -hmm. good for us. So just a really simple thing to do is to take some time to like sit with yourself, um, try your best to get out of your head and just feel into the sensations in your body and think about first one situation where in your life, it doesn't have to be sexual, Um, that was like a hell yes for you Mm. that just like felt so good Um, and just like feel into your body like what sensations come up what does that feel like in your body so that when you are in situations where you have to decide if it's a yes or no you can feel like oh is is my body open right now Um, or whatever you know whatever it is for you in your body often it's like you know, release some tension from your shoulders. There's an opening, it feels expansive. There's no like tension in your gut or something or butterflies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can do the opposite as well. Like what was a time either that was a hell no and I knew right away or a time where I said yes when I really meant no. 
and like mm. thinking of that you can still get a felt sense in your body of that experience even though yeah. it's past and so really getting a clear idea of what that feels like in your body can help future situations and decisions yes I love this so much because for me those experiences are so vastly different mm. like when I think of things that are a full body yes is my shoulders go back and my heart cracks open and there's like this very warm energy that's swirling through my heart space and like ooh yeah, that feels good. And it almost like travels up from like my upper chest into my throat and like up into my head. And then, and then I'm just like swirling in a vortex of things that feel good. And when I'm in a situation where it's a no, like there's this like crunching in my gut. It's like this twisty, crunchy, like, like I feel almost a little nauseous Mm -hmm. or sick to my stomach. I'm like, Ooh, okay. It's a hard no. And sometimes if it's just like a little bit of that sensation, that's more like, let's proceed with caution. This, Mm -hmm. maybe this is just a no for now. Um, And it might be a yes later, you know, and that could, you know, really boil down to where I'm at in my cycle. Like there are things in my, in terms of like my preferences or like even how I like to be touched that will change throughout my cycle. And what will turn me on will change depending where I am in my menstrual cycle. So even just knowing like, Ooh, that twinge, if it's not like super intense where it's like grinding my, my gut energy that it could just be, this is a no for right now. And like, let me explore that. Let me explore. Why is this a no for right now? Is there something else that I need? Is there something else that I would prefer? Is it got to do with like where I am in my cycle? Like what's going on with me? (laughs) You know, that level of intimacy with self is so important. And I love that you just walked everyone through that very simple exercise because often these things don't have to be so complicated or convoluted. Like, let's make them simple. Let's make them easy to actually do or else people aren't going to do them. Completely. Yeah. The most, I think important, honestly, practices really are simple, even when it comes mm-hmm. to pleasure. Um, yeah. It doesn't, there's not a lot. But I do want to say, though, that even though some of them are simple, they are not always easy. And yes. they take time to be able to, to do. Uh, yeah. And there might be a lot of barriers. It may be trauma. It might just, you know, you may have spent, you know, to, to go from your entire life being in your head to then being in your body, it's, you're, it's not an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't want anyone to like feel bad either if, mm-hmm. they, if it's not totally accessible right away. Totally normal, okay. Absolutely. Like for me to even be able to say what I just said has taken like 15 years of inventory with myself and getting to know myself and, you know, all of the years before that, where I wasn't listening to myself and getting, you know, a good amount of contrast backlogged in my life, like, Ooh, okay. That's what that feeling is like, Oh, now I can understand a little bit more clearly, you know, 15 year old me when something was a no, I'm like, Oh, that's what that sensation was. Huh? Okay. Like the creepy crawlies across my chest or like over my body. I'm like, Oh, Okay, good to know. (laughs) And I didn't know that at the time. 
And then even coming into my twenties, like there was, like there was just a lot of shit that went down in my early twenties that like, I was so discombobulated and not in my body. Like I had to go up into my head in order to get through those situations. And so there was nothing wrong with me being in my head. It literally kept me alive. <laughs> and that's something for me to celebrate. And, you know, for anyone who's in their head, there's a good reason why you're in your head. Like, it's not because you don't want to experience pleasure. Like, there's a reason why. There's always, you know. I love that idea of celebrating it. And I tried to have the same mentality with myself and also help bring that and invite others into that um, way of thinking about it. Because it's mm-hmm. true. It's like, let's thank my body for taking care of me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's doing what it, it's supposed to. And, and it yeah. served you. And that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yes. So beautiful. And I find that that's also helpful in terms of more embodiment. Like the more that I see my body as an ally and I see like, oh, you were just doing what you needed to do to keep me safe or ensure that I survived or got through this really shitty circumstance. Like, oh, we're not enemies. Like we're not mortal enemies here. All of a sudden, like there is a release of tension that happens. It might be like, momentary and then it might tense up again but there is this moment of release of like ah, okay and that ah, moment is a moment of embodiment mm-hmm. and any time that we're using our body we're embodied <laughs> so like we can never be fully disembodied or else you would be dead right even being in your head like that's still part of your body exactly I I I mean there's still part of me that has I guess resentment from uh resentment for having to be in my my head for all those years Mm -hmm. um so sometimes I still kind of like have this separation of like I'm in my head not my body but it's like it's all working together. hundred <laughs> percent. Last time I checked, my head was still connected to my body. Yes. <laughs> and without my head, my body wouldn't work. So there's that. Yes. It's such an important part of the body. And even just remembering that there are different parts of the body and spending time. Like I love like this morning practice where I just put my hands over my womb and I just say, hello. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. <laughs> how you doing today? Or like, sometimes I'll do it on like my kneecaps. I'm like, Hey, how you doing today? Or like my ears or like my hips, or like, I'll just choose a different part of my body and just hands on the body and just say hello. And mm-hmm. in those moments, like I'm anchoring in more presence to that part of my body. And mm-hmm. I might still go about my day and get super heady and like, you know, not be fully in my kneecap or in my womb or wherever it is that I'm focusing, but I'm still creating that devotional time. Even if it's just 30 seconds in the morning of just waking up and saying hello. And that's starting to create such a beautiful allyship with my body. Instead of us being mortal enemies, we're like, oh, you're working against me. And like, ha ha. And I need to fight you. Like, no, you're my friend and I'm going to say hi to you. And I'm, I'm going to, you know, treat you with loving devotion. Like I would any of my friends. Mm. Like I, 
I think this is true for a lot of people, but we're often a lot kinder to our friends than we are to our own body. And there's a huge link between can we be kind to our body and how much pleasure we're going to be experiencing, but also how much freedom we'll feel to express in our pleasure and express in life in general. What do you think about that? I love all of what you just said. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. We're two peas in a pod. (laughs) Especially love. um, And thank you for sharing your just small doable ways that you connect with your body. And I emphasize small doable because that is, that is just the best way to start mm-hmm. when you're so kind of foreign to your body and relating to it in a deep way and devotional way. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with so many of us um, not having the best relationship with our body and not thinking it's enough you know, by societal standards, um, you know, find some, like, can you find even the smallest thing that you like about it? Let's start there. You know, let's, let's just like, have, be grateful for that. Send love to that, like love Mm -hmm. up on that little part of you and then work your way, you know, like, but it, it's like, it's just like anything else, like to have a a positive relationship with your body in, in that way, in terms of like, body image as well Mm -hmm. it will take time too and so what is the first small thing that you can Mm. find I love that when when you first started talking about this you were also talking about the mindset piece and the parts to retrain the subconscious mind to even be open to the idea of more pleasure so we we just kind of tackled the embodiment piece so what are some of your you know, favorite things to do. And I know you already talked a little bit of affirmations, but like, in addition to that, what are some things that people can do to start reprogramming their mindset around pleasure? Yeah, well, I think, um, again, starting with small things, and if we're talking more to get to a place where we're really comfortable receiving like sexual pleasure and opening Mm -hmm. that portal yes um let's start in in a non-sexual way like how can we use our five senses I'm a Taurus I'm the queen of sensuality Mm -hmm. pleasure and I know you are too I know you're about the Mm ambiance and the lights and all the juicy stuff so what are something you can choose one sense or five senses and like what is like one thing that you can incorporate in your day today that can bring you a sense of calm a sense of pleasure Mm -hmm. in some way and pleasure you know it's typically um used in reference to sex but it's not there's so many pleasures Mm -hmm. something pleasurable can taste delicious something it can be the sun on your skin it can be a scent like one of my favorite things to do is like um, light incense or just like be really particular with the kind of scent I use in my shower because it just makes mm-hmm. it such a more delicious experience and mm-hmm. why not make as many experiences in your life as delicious as possible yes. um, and by starting small and just like gradually incorporating more of these little things in your life like you're also proving to yourself that you are worthy of this mm-hmm. that's a way to train yourself too and to be more open to the kinds of 
other pleasure that might be harder to access. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. You just inspired me. I think after this call, I'm going to go buy some eucalyptus just to hang it in my shower. <laughs> Cause I usually use the essential oil in there, but like actually hanging real eucalyptus, not only will it smell great, it will also look really pretty. So I'm getting two senses for the price of one. I have, I've gotten that. Um, and it makes me feel like I'm on like a European vacation. Yes. Yeah. There's just another element to that. That's like, Oh, this is such an amazing experience and you can be uh, present with yourself and your body and just smelling the senses and mm -hmm. anytime that you can engage the senses, that's also practicing mindfulness and, and embodiment. So, mm -hmm. and I love that because I have just never been a huge fan of the mindfulness sect where we have to sit in silence and like not move and like master your thoughts. And like that never made sense to me. And, and I think it's probably like the rebellious like parts of me being like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. I'm like, that can't be the only way. Like I, I get that it's a way, but it's not the only way. And for me, it's much I find it much more therapeutic for my system, for my mindset to incorporate play, movement. I love to do walks, like intentional walks, where I look for things that I've either never seen before, or I look for evidence of things that please and delight me. Kind of depends on my mood, which one I'm looking for. But when I walk a different path that I've never walked before, I have to be present have to be mindful of where I am in space and time. And not only that, if I'm looking for things that I've never seen before, like I have to keep my eyes open. And for me, mindfulness is all about being dropped into the present moment. And there's so many ways to cultivate that skill set, to cultivate that muscle. And so I love, this is very Taurine of you, to like pull in the senses into mindfulness. Like that sounds way funner. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> no, but I, I am totally with you. I, um, I'm, I love walking. It's like mm. so walking itself. is such a pleasure to me. Yeah, me too. Um, but I love that curiosity and like just being open to what is around you and really being mm -hmm. present with it. And I think honestly, a great exercise is doing that also in places where you're familiar Yes. Going into it as like, huh, like what have I not seen before? Or like what can I see with new eyes and just mm -hmm. be playful with it and and open and yeah, it's a beautiful mm. Thanks for sharing that. You're very welcome. Thanks for adding that because that is such a juicy part of the practice too. Like, yeah, if you're walking the same route to work every day, although these days you're probably not walking to work, but you know, back in the day or wherever you have to walk and you're walking the same route, it can get very monotonous and we can, that can be like the access point from being in the body to going up into the head and not being present. And so by looking, you know, on the same route that you walk all the time and looking for things that you've never seen before, you're going to find some gems and you're, and I find when I do that, like I'm, much, I'm just much more open. So I'm already walking through the street with a much more 
open auric field and my energy, even though we might have to be wearing masks right now, like I'm still getting smiles from people. You can tell when someone's smiling completely, and you can tell when their energy is open or flirtatious. And so like, that's the energy that I'm kind of bumping people with as I'm walking down the street, looking at things like, whoa, I've never seen that patch of moss before, or like, I've never seen those flowers on the grass before. Like there's so many things that, you know, immediately connect me back into that awe, wonder, magic that is so necessary for building up that pleasure muscle, at least has been in my experience. So I love that you added that. Mine too. And I wanted to also expand on your saying that people can tell that you you can tell that people are smiling. Mm -hmm. The same as that people can tell when you are embodied and open and in your pleasure because Mm -hmm. they're like, I want that shit. Mm -hmm. It is so like, have you ever had those moments where you're just like feeling yourself or like you're feeling a song or the sun just feels so good on you and you're feeling good. And like, you could even, and it has nothing to do with your physical appearance. Like you can be looking no. like hell and like, it doesn't matter because your vibe is high as fuck. Mm-hmm. And people look at you differently and yep. treat you differently in that way. And again, it has nothing to do with what you look like. It's about your energy and yes. the way that you're just enjoying life because that is so infectious. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that is one of the things that I will look for when selecting friends, when selecting potential dates, definitely like partnership, like I want to see like your vibe and like your vibe with me. Mm-hmm. And if it's collapsed, if it's shut down, if it's repressed, like I don't find that attractive. <laughs> like I'm not going to be like, hmm, maybe I should invest more <laughs> into that. Like maybe like the old codependent me that was like, oh, I can save you. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, oh no, like in this sovereign, like pleasure queen era that we've stepped into, like, like that is literally the biggest turnoff. And it helps me really direct where I'm meant to go and who I invest with. And it honestly makes life a lot easier using that as almost a filter for who comes in, who gets access, what I invest into. Like I can get that same energy off of a location. So I can, I feel drawn to certain places and I feel repelled by others. And, you know, when it comes to like something so simple, like a movie theater back in the day, like there are certain movie theaters that have this energy, this sparkle to them. And I feel like all starry eyed. I'm like, I got to go to that theater. And it's just a movie theater. You're only watching a movie there, but there's something about the energy of the space that feels like a huge invitation to open. And so by tuning in and getting even more acquainted with these parts of ourselves, then we get to expand it into like, Ooh, what parts of the world actually feel the best for you? What parts of your city feel the best for you? So if you're like, I feel like I got to move, like don't move where you feel like you should move where it feels expansive. Mm -hmm. Where does it feel good to your soul, good to your body? And so these are all, like little tools along the way to help you really cultivate more magic and serendipity and go where it feels good to go, where you get to be your most expressive self, which is 
a perfect pivot into, (laughs) I didn't even plan that, but a perfect pivot into where you are in your story right now. So can you tell everybody like this pivot that you've made and like all the magical things you've been up to or that you want to get up to? Of course. Yeah. I, I love that you explained that all so perfectly and I can completely relate to that because I have learned so well to follow my intuition and and what felt right to my soul mm-hmm. and my body. Um, I knew I wanted to end up in California. Um, I'm from New Jersey, so across the country. Um, and nothing but magic has come to me since I've yes. made that leap. So that's just like one example of like, look, mm-hmm. for some reason I'm really called to here and the call is not going away. It hasn't mm-hmm. for years, so I'm finally making it happen. Um, and over the course of my business, it has been so important to me to continue to follow that intuition um, mm-hmm. because I know that I am best uh, in service if I am coming from an embodied place and doing yes. what really lights me up um, because I just can't, I just can't give as much of me mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm just not serving from the best place if I'm not there. And so I'm constantly like, why am I not feeling lit up by this? Or, or, you know, what new thing can I add or what can be taken away so that it feels more in alignment? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, over the last year, especially I've pivoted, I've started slowly pivoting as it feels good to me to um, go more into the direction of play over perfection and creativity which is all related to sexuality Mm -hmm. Um, and because I totally practice what I preach I've I've also had these indications and intuitive hits of like the next thing that I need to do for my creativity my creative expression to really come alive and for me to also just keep feeling lit up and feeling alive in my own life and in my business. And so I have started um, acting and and comedy and voiceover and all that stuff. And it feels so, so amazing. Um, So I'm excited to continue to pivot um, and offer more play workshops and different ways for people to overcome shyness and really get embodied and um, in a different way. Like I love, mm-hmm. I love providing a space for women to leave all their insecurities behind and just get silly and like get out of their head and each of their body in that way. So that's definitely part of the direction that I'm going. And as you know, creative expression is mm-hmm. sexual expression it's related to that. And yeah. the more that we can honor those intuitive hits, the more that we can be mindful enough to even uh, be aware of those intuitive hits mm-hmm. the more we follow those the more we become uh, more of our truest self yes the more that we can show up that way in relationship in the bedroom and the more access to pleasure we have so it's all so related mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot wait to come watch you do comedy Lee I know I've told you this before <laughs> it never gets old it never gets old but it's so true because I mean I think it's because a we have alignment and like there is a connection that we sh- we share together and I just find you so funny like your brand of humor really jives with me and I'm like 
because you've had this history in the relational and sexual domains, like this could make for great comedy down the line or whatever route like your comedy takes. Like I just, it feels so right. And I am thrilled that you are stepping in that direction and following that call and also finding ways to help other people step into that for themselves. Like I just got so turned on by you explaining a play workshop. I'm like, yeah, like, why don't we just do that? Like, let's go play. And I've said that to my friends for a while. Cause I have one of my guy friends, he's Australian. He's a Leo. He's very playful. And he called me one day, this was years ago. And he's like, Kelsey, do you want to go out and play? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> this is me at like 34, 35. And he's like calling me up, want to go play. I'm like, yeah. And so we would just go down to the beach or we would go literally to a playground or to a field and like kick a soccer ball around or just be silly. And like, we literally morph into five-year-olds whenever we're around each other. Like this is the gift of the Leo. (laughs) I'm a Leo rising. So that's why I'm heading in that direction. Yeah. You're like, "Mm, yes. I love that so much. And it's interesting because you were like, I'm 34 years old. And it's true. Like we are like so conditioned to be like, I'm in my 30s. Like I can't just stop everything and play. Like I can't, like I have to be productive. I have to be sexy, whatever it is, you know, I have to be professional. It's like, no, the magic is play and creativity. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how we connect to our true selves. That's how we follow the path of what's right for us in life 100 in so this is why i keep a collection of ribbon wands on display in my living room but i also have a bunch in my storage closet in case there's a big gathering which obviously wouldn't be happening right now but in case there was then everybody gets a ribbon wand to frolic around with and we do nights where we do like glitter art because i love glitter i'm obsessed And so whenever we do glitter art, there's literally glitter in the grooves of my hardwood. And for months, like no matter how many times I clean my hardwood, it's still going to glitter. And it delights me because the second I see that sparkle, I'm like, oh, play. Like, remember, play. I literally can see a sparkle like hitting my eye right now. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. such a reminder to play. And you're right. Like that is the access to more pleasure. That is the access for more connection. It is the access for healthier, more aligned and attuned relationships. Like, and as adults, we put on like this serious code and I'm just done with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really done with like digging through the fucking trauma 24 seven. Like that is important. It's not the only thing that's important though. Joy is important. Play is important. Being silly is important. Laughing is important. And without these things, like we get pulled into the serious undertow, whether that's the undertow of our job or the undertow of our family or our relationship or even our trauma. We can get so bound there that we forget that there's this beautiful, juicy, glorious world around us that we can literally tap into at any time even if you have to astro project yourself at this point in time because you can't go travel anywhere else but like (laughs) you still can access it in so many ways I love that I guess we'll be wearing leopard print onesies and frolicking with ribbon wands and blowing glitter at people (laughs) yes 
So I just can't wait for the day that we can just laugh hysterically for hours. We do. We do. <laughs> so good. Okay. So let's, let's do some rapid fire questions here. Okay. Um, before we wrap up today. So, oh, I love this question. What is something you're celebrating in your life right now? I am celebrating that I have really been brave lately in trying new things and um, putting myself in uncomfortable situations because it makes, because I know it will make me feel alive and it does every time. So I'm totally celebrating that because it's taken me a long time to get there. <laughs> I love that so much. Thank you. Um, ooh, how has pleasure impacted your sense of self? Mm. it's kind of a hard question because pleasure is so much a part of my sense of self <laughs> I think perfect it has been <laughs> um <laughs> I think it, it it really just helps me connect to myself and mm. be embodied like I really do use my senses to be embodied and connect with myself so yeah. yummy I love it. Ooh, what are you most turned on about in your life right now? Okay, this is embarrassing. This is perfect. Um, I mean, I'm definitely turned on by all that, the acting and all that stuff. It mm -hmm. makes me feel so good. But like, if we're talking kind of sexually, there's not much going on in my life sexually, except with myself. But yes. So I got this um, CBD oil massage and I was so in love with the oil that they used on me because it yep. smelled like a sexy man. <laughs> oh, yummy. And I literally was like, I'm going to call up these people and ask if I can, if they have this available for purchase. And I drove about an hour total just to go back and buy this oil because I was like, that is going to make my life so much more pleasurable. Just that little mm. bottle of oil. And it like turns me on so much. And especially yeah. when you're like, I'm single, I'm like, I'm busy. I'm not super like trying to be sexually turned on. Mm -hmm. That little like, that little smell of that delicious, sexy man. Really Yummy. Turns me on. <laughs> it's turning me on. <laughs> and I've never even I smelt it. I really wish I could have you smell it one day. Okay. One day, one day. So good. Um, I mean, I think you've already kind of answered this, but we'll just reiterate it one more time. Um, how does your relationship with pleasure look in your daily life? Um, a lot of smelling random things because they turn me on or just smell delicious and kind of mentally take me on a vacation. Um, I have a string of white lights that I like to put around either like my workspace or my bed because that ambiance is just like so pleasurable to me just makes any moment better um I like to wear cozy things you know just feeling cozy and comfortable um so oh and food gosh food mm -hmm. is one of if not my greatest pleasures so mm -hmm. definitely listening to my body and what it wants to eat and and having as much pleasure with food as possible Yum. I love this. Okay. I've got one final question for you. If you could whisper a nugget of pleasure wisdom to 13 year old you, what would you tell her? Ooh, I love that. 
Pleasure is important. Follow it wherever you go. Yes. Spoken like a true Taurus. <laughs> With a Leo rising. <laughs> so good. So good. Awesome. Well, Christy, where can everyone find you? What are you up to? What are you offering? Tell us all the things. Oh, sure. Well, I am most active on TikTok right now. Mm -hmm. um, silly and informational inspirational videos there so my handles christy federico there um i'm active here and there on instagram not as much as i used to be but there's plenty of content there also mm -hmm. um and you can always dm me on there although instagram doesn't love me that much and uh, i might be shadow banned still so hmm. proceed with caution with that one um my website's christyfederico.com. Anyone can always message me there. Um, there are some freebies and downloadable guides. And I have a self-pleasure guide on there that is um, a very affordable price. And a lot of people uh, really received a lot of help when it comes to mm. um, releasing sexual shame and having more pleasure um, and intimacy uh, with themselves and with other people. So amazing. Um, if anyone wants a pleasure meditation, they can send me a message on any of those platforms as well. I, I'm so new from a couple of weeks ago that I haven't even added it anywhere yet. Incredible. That will be really helpful. And then, um, yeah, if you're active on any, if you follow me on any platform, you'll be aware of any new um, offerings I have coming up. I'm probably coming out with an intentional beauty program that mm. helps us um, really become aware of why we do what we do when it comes to our appearance and beauty and stuff and really um, developing more inner confidence and being more intentional with how we um, present ourselves to the world mm -hmm. and plenty of play workshops to come. So yes, so good. So, so good. Well, thank you for being here with me today and sharing your wisdom and just sprinkling more permission for play more permission for pleasure more permission for joy and just making it so darn easy to explore these realms like you make it so easy and i'm really grateful to know you and thank you for taking the time with us today oh, thank you so much it's been such a pleasure no pun intended and <laughs> i'm so so happy to be connected and thank you so much for having me mm, you're very welcome all right, everybody. So if you loved this episode, which you obviously did because it was so great, um, <laughs> we would love if you shared it on your social media, whether that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I guess you can't really share on TikTok these days, but who knows? Maybe by the time this comes out, TikTok will have that function. But sharing the podcast is so helpful when it comes to spreading the word about pleasure, giving people more permission. We would love if you share this episode, tag both of us. That would be endlessly helpful. And we will see you in the next episode.